Tonight we're going to be talking about uh, a form of meditation, I would call it, or of a, a prayer of review. Now, if you're not familiar with those phrases, that's okay. But a prayer of review is this idea of you spend time thinking back to what's already happened, and you try to listen to God about it. And when we think about the world and everything that's going on in the world, a lot of times it's easy to think there's so many distractions everywhere. And that's kind of a pessimistic way to look. And like maybe it's hard to sit and pray because there's so many distractions. The truth is we live in a world of stuff made by God. And there's a lot of stuff that can distract us if we let it. But the truth is there's a lot of windows or doors into moments with Jesus. Like there's a lot of stuff where it could actually help you focus on Jesus. There's tons of stuff out there that could be a help. And when I say that, you're like, what are you talking about? Well, tonight we're going to use snow. You've all probably had some encounter with snow in the last hour, probably, whether you stepped in it or shoveled it or whatever. And yeah, and we're going to use snow as a kind of focus factor for us as we try to review some of the things we've done with God in the past. Just like if you've ever been out in the snow, you see other people have gone with footprints or tracks in the sleds and stuff like that. You can see what's come before you. We're going to use just some verses about snow to prompt questions that we're going to just do reflections on. Now, if you're not very comfortable with listening to Jesus, you might be really worried like, oh, I'm just thinking, and how do I know when Jesus is talking? As I ask you questions, and as you sit and think with it, just pay attention in your heart and you're trying to learn Jesus's voice. If you're not sure if it's his voice or not, like keep asking him about it. But if you think, if a thought comes in your mind and it feels different than the normal thoughts that run through your mind, hold on to it and pray about that thought. Later on, like maybe write it down, ask some other Christians about it, see what the Bible says and see if it fits with what the Bible says, that sort of stuff, right? So, Without further ado, we're going to do this prayer in the snow. Before we do that, I'm going to lead us in a prayer to just try to let go of our anxieties or whatever is filling your brain right now. And then I'm going to just give some little references to different things that have happened in the Bible with snow. But as I give those references, I want you to think about the question that I ask and just see where that takes you as you're trying to spend time with Jesus. So let's pray. Jesus, we're going to do something new right now. But I pray first, God, whatever we're anxious about, whether it's something really important or something we just need to ignore, God, I pray right now you'd help us to let go of anything or anyone that's not you and to just give these next minutes fully to you. God, I pray you would take care of us and of the people we love. And when this time is done, if there's something we need to do, I pray you'd help us to do it well. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So first thing I want to think about with snow, there's a couple passages that are famous, Psalm 51 and Isaiah 1. It's talking about even though our sin has been like scarlet, it's been like deep, red, terrible, that God has this desire to come in and make us whiter than snow, to forgive us and to purify us. It's like a physical image of 1 John 1, 9 that we talked about last week, right? 
So first thing I want you to think about is an area of your life that used to be like scarlet, that used to be a deep, dark color, a smear right in your past. And then I want you to think about snow and how super white it is and that God desires to forgive you and make your heart white like fresh snow. So if, you, if closing your eyes helps you, focus, close your eyes, and just think about what's a specific sin in your past. See it for what it is, but also see God's forgiveness in Jesus making you white as snow. As you're doing this exercise, you may feel shame or guilt. And if you do, you can ask for forgiveness right now. Say, Jesus, I'm sorry I did that. Here was my part. But it might also, as you think about the forgiveness that Jesus promises, it might make you grateful. And you can think back and think, Jesus, thank you for forgiving me for that. For making me clean. The next one, this is reaching maybe far into the past for you, but also in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah 55, it talks about the snow and the rain that God sends out, that it waters the ground and it doesn't return void. This idea that for farmers, and even it says just for eaters, this idea that snow and rain produce something good. They produce eventually something that we can eat and enjoy. And it says that God's word also doesn't return without an effect. Now, the interesting thing about mentioning snow here is snow melts and doesn't wa- it doesn't water stuff normally right away, right? In fact, a crop that's getting some sort of sustenance from like mountain snows or something like that, it might be months prior that it snowed before that plant is actually getting water from it, right? So I want you to think back, if you've been a Christian for weeks or months, or years, I want you to think back, what's something that God said to you a long time ago? It might have been, like I said, weeks or even years ago that matters for today. Sometimes God might have told you something when you were nine years old and you haven't thought about it in a long time, but just like snow melt that comes down into the valley at the right time, I want you to right now to think about what's something God really told you and does that matter for you right now? Like, is that supposed to sustain you right now? So just open up to that. What is something God said to you? And does it matter for today? If you find yourself getting distracted, you can use that snow to help you. Picture 
mountain snow melting and a white foamy mountain stream. And then picture that valley getting that clear, cold water in the heat of the day and it watering something good. You can picture those things and then return and think about what's something cool and refreshing that God told you a long time ago. And it's okay for it to be a conversation. If you want to thank God or praise God, you can do that. A couple other passages bring up snow um, and just talk about snow does God's bidding. Psalms 148 says, Psalms 147 talks about snow being spread by God. Uh, all the kids that pray for snow days, I guess like that's their like psalm of praise, right? Um, but you think about this idea that God is up to a lot of activity, right? You just think about how much snow fell in Kansas City, but how much weather's happening all over the place, and that there's so much in creation that does, that reveals God's work, right? And maybe today you've been so distracted with your own to-do list or whatever your plans were or your kids that you lost sight of the thousands or millions of things that God has been up to. And I want you just to pause, just like when you look at snow, when it's first fallen, you kind of just take it all in and awe, like look at everything that changed. Just take a moment of awe of like, how much has God been up to today? Whether that's a bunch that sticks out to you or something specific, just give yourself a chance to think like, what's all the things that God has been doing God has been creating today. two more biblical passages. One is a real random one when you think about snow, but it, it jumped out to me right away today. Uh, and that's, there's this reference that comes up a couple times in the Old Testament. This guy, I had to look up his name, Benaniah, but it says almost nothing about this guy except he's this warrior. And he did a couple of amazing feats, one of which was on a snowy day, he went down into a pit and killed a lion. Like that's like this, you get a verse in the Bible and like that's like half of it. Like there was this guy, he fought in this other battle and on a snowy day, he went down into a pit and killed a lion, which is like who, what happened with like what? That's quite a reputation to walk around with, right? But it sticks, I mean, it's a big enough story. It gets into the Bible because it's a big act of, I don't know enough details to know what else it was, but it's certainly courageous to face a lion on slippery footing in a pit. Most people don't probably know that reference in the Bible. It's easy to miss. But think back over your day today. Did you see a person be courageous today? Courage is a Christ-like trait, but sometimes we just miss it in other people. And maybe even spending time with Jesus right now, like let Jesus point out who was courageous 
that you got to witness today. And then let Jesus tell you about it. Whether Jesus wants to tell you, like, I'm like that too, or whether he wants to tell you to, to do something different. But just think back over your day. Did you see anyone do anything courageous? And what does Jesus want to say about it? The last one, maybe most important one, is we think of snow. I don't know we normally think about Jesus and physical traits, but there's a couple references in the Bible that give us some imagery about Jesus we don't normally think about probably. When we picture Jesus, we probably picture like Jesus on his earthly life here looking like, you know, a carpenter or a rabbi in Israel. But in Daniel chapter 7, it describes the Ancient of Days sitting on a throne. It describes his clothing as being like white like snow. And then in Revelations 1, this image of Jesus, resurrected Jesus, and this very powerful, strong image of Jesus, but it describes Jesus as having hair that is as white as snow. Now, is it super important to have all these physical traits of Jesus memorized? I don't know, but my guess is we all saw super clear white snow today and none of us thought about Jesus's hair. Like that would be my guess, right? Because like, none of us really are probably thinking about Revelation 1 very much, right? I also bet there's all sorts of stuff that happened today that touches on some piece of who Jesus is that we're just not that familiar with or we don't pay that much attention to. And so the last one we're gonna do, we're gonna have a little more pause for this. I want you to kind of flip through your whole day from when you woke up to lunch, all the different people you talked to and just say like, Jesus, did I miss you? Like, was there a piece of you I missed, right? Just like your snowy white hair. Like none of us probably were thinking about that, right? But was there a piece of you that I didn't see, even though it was all around me? I didn't see it. So think back through your day. Where was Jesus? Did you miss him? Do you see him now?
Jesus, we've tried to spend this time with you and our best efforts don't amount to very much, but, but we show up and we're asking for your grace. And I pray that what started tonight would continue as the snow lingers in Kansas City. And as we see the snow, help us to remember that you're right there and we can think about you. And I pray you would keep a conversation with us going about who you are. It's in your name we pray. Amen. So thank you guys for doing that with me tonight. And like I said, some of these are going to really stick. Some of them aren't. But keep exploring them. And if you do have an encounter with Jesus, like share the good stuff that you experience with Jesus with somebody else. Doesn't have to be somebody in this room, but share it with somebody.